Welcome back to another edition of the podcast known as Nurture the Mind. Now today I want to talk about something that is very near and dear to my heart. And that is the breaking up of the best boy band since One Direction, Brockhampton. Um, A very sad occasion. Just last week, they released two albums. You had The Family, which was mainly Kevin Abstract on there. I mean, it was pretty much all Kevin Abstract. Uh, I guess it was produced by Bareface. And then Bareface came on there for at least one song to do some vocals. And then the following day, we had TM that was released... And that was more so everybody else, um, all the members that are in Brockhampton performed on that project. And uh, I made a post on my Instagram actually last Sunday about how I felt with Brockhampton breaking up. But I figured it was important to to also make a video and a podcast about it. So this is going to be my attempt to line out all of my feelings um, for these guys and what they've done for me over the last... I started listening to them in 2020. So yeah, it's been like a little over two years since I started listening to Brockhampton. Um, Well, it's a very sad occasion for many reasons. I mean, they're breaking up. And with any breakup, you know, whether that be a relationship with a spouse, a significant other, a friend that you've had for a long time, uh, in Brockhampton's case, it's all of these guys breaking up the group. It hurts. Um, There's a grieving process that comes along with a, a breakup of that magnitude. And I think ever since... I learned that they were going to break up. I've had to process, you know, what that means to me and how that makes me feel. And I think it's gotten even more and more real ever since they put out these last two projects uh, back to back. And, you know, I gave myself some time to listen to it. I've listened to both projects a few times now and uh, try to gather my thoughts and, I don't really want to get too critical or address the content that was on the albums because I've seen a lot of criticism out there from people uh, on the internet space, you know, that aren't pleasured with at least that second album. It seems like TM uh, fans are not very happy with it. They're not very pleased with it sonically and... I mean, it was a little underwhelming, but you kind of have to think with where Brockhampton is at um, and their discography and all the things that have probably been going on for the last few years that led to their breakup. I kind of understand why. Uh, 
a project like that might be a little bit rushed because it seems like they were trying to get out of their record deal with the label. And that's why you get this rush content per se. The, the solo Kevin abstract album, the family seems to be a little bit more clean. I mean, it's still somewhat messy. Um, it's a little all over the place, but I was watching one reaction by a guy that I really like. His name is John Denton on YouTube. And he kind of described it perfectly as we're talking about breakups and how messy they can be and how, you know, when you're going through a breakup, there's all these different emotions that are going on in your head, all these feelings that you have, all these thoughts that are arising. Some are you reminiscing on the good times. You know, there might be some resentment in there. You might feel like you got fucked over. Like there's all these things that are happening. And that seems to be the content of what's going on in Kevin's solo project with uh, Bareface producing it, the family, it seems like Kevin is kind of getting everything off of his chest. Now, he doesn't go super into depth about what happened with the band, um, but it it does seem like it is something that is raw and authentic and genuine, even if he doesn't go deeper than than what's on the surface. And Honestly, even though a bunch of us are saddened and we are fans of Brock Hampton, we don't necessarily deserve anything from the guys. They don't have to go that far into it if they don't want to. Um, and maybe it's best not to know. It is just sad. And, and with this reflection of listening to these last two albums and then thinking even further back when I started listening to Brock Hampton and I went through the saturation trilogy and immediately I was hooked into their music. And shortly after that, I listened to iridescence and then I went to ginger and it was crazy because by the time that I was wrapping up ginger was right before they released, um, Roadrunner, new light, new machine. So I got myself caught up in time for that album. And, you know, just thinking back to, listening to all their projects and when they came into my life and you know they've been in my life for the last two years or so um you know they've really had a profound impact on me i've always said that mac miller was the most influential artist for myself and i still think he probably holds that top spot but Brock Hampton as a collective is probably in my top five in a short two years. That's the only amount of time that I've been listening to them. But their music is so, so emotional. I mean, there's so many of their projects, so many of their songs cut deep for me on a emotional level. And I remember when I first moved into my apartment back in 2020, it was August of 2020. And I was listening to the first saturation project and I'm going through the track list, you know, one to 17 or whatever it is. And then I get to the song milk, which I forget where that falls on the track list, but that song to me hit me at such a, a a pivotal point in my life because there's lyrics in that song that state, 
I think it's Kevin Abstract, and he's on some auto-tune as he's singing, but he's saying, I gotta get better at being me, being who I am. I gotta get better at being me, being who I am. And you'd have to listen to it to get the full context, but because obviously I cannot do that song justice. I'm not as good of a singer and I don't have auto tune to uh, ally my voice. But, you know, it was at a time in my life where it was the second time that I moved out of my parents' house. And it was the first time that I was going to live on my own because the first time that I moved out, I lived with my best friend Dakota up in Ames for like three or four months. And so moving into my own place, there was some uncertainty. Uh, I was kind of scared, to be honest, because even though I'm I'm still living in that same apartment that I moved into in 2020, and it's in the same town as my parents live and where I grew up, I had such a bad experience when I moved up to Ames my first time out of my parents' house, and I was like, I hope that nothing like that ever happens again. So there was a lot of uncertainty. I didn't know what was going to happen. I was kind of afraid, but I knew this was the right thing to do. And listening to that song at that moment in time in my life um, kind of made me think about things differently. Like I resonated so much with that line, like, hey, like I got to get better at being me. I mean, it's very generic, but their music just got very, very introspective. And that was the same thing with Mac Miller. That was the thing that really drew me to him. And when your music goes into that introspective space, you know, it can be very relatable for the listener, at least for me, because I've always been about self-improvement or at least for like the last three years or so. All I've constantly done is improved my life in a variety of ways. And so their music just hit me from that moment on, you know, and then I go into saturation two, saturation three, uh, saturation three might be my favorite project of all time. I don't know. Cause like, I don't think you could ever beat the song bleach that that's another one that really just kind of stands out in their catalog where, God, you can feel the emotion. You can feel the confessions. Like uh, at that time, Amir was still in the group. And I remember in that song, he's talking about um, being tangled with his demons in the sheets, meaning that his demons were the fact that he he kept giving into the sin of probably having sex, having one night stands, sleeping with people that he wasn't necessarily in a relationship with. Um and, you know, there's there's talk of mental health on that album, just everything, the whole gamut, the whole human experience was captured in their music. And then you go into iridescence and, you know, I don't have to map out the whole history of Brockhampton, because if you're watching this and you're a Brockhampton fan, then you already know what happened. But iridescence, um, you know, was kind of the chaos that album a lot of people didn't know how to take that album because it was so chaotic in the sound that was produced. But honestly, that's one of my favorite albums by Brockhampton. And, you know, so I'm listening to all this and I'm in my last year of Simpson College trying to get my degree. 
And there's a lot of things changing because around that time, it was like early 2021 in March. And then as I'm listening to this music, I got into a, uh, a relationship with a girl that I worked with. And it was just, it's just so many changes, so many changes going on at seemingly one time. And I kind of highlighted this in in the post of uh, Brockhampton on my Instagram page. But listening to this introspective, thought-provoking music was challenging me to grow. I mean, when you listen to that type of music, when you listen to podcasts that inform you in a way that you, you didn't know certain things before you listened to it, it's going to change you as a result, if that makes sense. And um, that's what Brockhampton did for me. They really changed my perspective on life and how things should be addressed. And to, you know, I feel like they got so vulnerable in their music, which allowed it okay for me to get more vulnerable about, you know, when I was struggling or when I go through a mental health rut, you know, Dom was, uh, very open about his mental health. And that was a very encouraging sign, you know, because I mean, we've come so far in our society about talking about mental health and it's, you know, a blessing that artists kind of talk about their struggles as well because maybe you wouldn't feel okay to begin with to talk about it but if you have these artists that you really look up to and you love their music and then they start talking about it it's going to encourage you to talk about it as well um and so i'm just i'm i don't know where i'm going with this i'm probably rambling um i didn't i don't ever really have scripts when i come into these videos I knew that I wanted to talk about Brockhampton pretty much just to say thank you to all the members in the band. I don't know if they would ever watch this video, but I just want you guys to know <laughs> how much you mean to me and how hard it's been these last two weeks or so ever since those last two albums came out. It's been a while since I listened to Brockhampton because there for a while I was on a spree. Like it was all that I was listening to was Brockhampton on repeat. Like I got through those three saturation projects very quickly. Then right after that, I didn't even take a break. I went into iridescence and then it was ginger. And then, like I said, I finished that up in like February or March of 2021. And then Roadrunner, New Light, New Machine came out in April of 2021. Um, so it, it, I, I took a long time away from listening to their music, but then obviously when I knew that they were going to drop these last two projects, I started listening to them again, and I just, I just kind of had an epiphany. I was like, holy shit, dude, these guys have done so much for me in such a short period of time with their music. And I was always like wondering how did I miss these guys because they started dropping music. Um, well, the saturation projects came out in 2017 and then iridescence was 2018. Ginger was 2019. I was like, how did I let these guys slip by on my radar? Like I had 
anytime in years prior when I popped up on YouTube to watch like music reactions or anything of that nature, I always saw these guys like were there were videos of them or people were doing music reactions of their albums. And I just never, I never looked into it. I never listened to them. And then for some reason, like I said, when I moved out on my own, that's when I decided to go through the Brockhampton catalog, the music catalog, and it changed my life forever. I don't know what would have happened if I would have listened to their music when I was younger in 2017, 2018, 2019, but I'm just glad that I got to experience these guys as a group before they broke up. I'm going to take a sip of coffee. Um, yeah, I, I'm just super, super thankful that I got to appreciate their music um, and, and to let their music come into my life and change me as a result. And I just hope that Again, we'll never know the full story, the full context of what happened to the group and what ultimately led to them splitting up. It's very sad. I don't want it to happen for selfish reasons because they're one of my favorite um, bands. They're one of my favorite collection of artists that are out there right now. But I am glad that, I mean, if this was the only way to resolve it, I'm glad that they did it. Because now this gives them the freedom to go do their own thing. Um, Kevin Abstract, I mean, he's already done a solo project by himself before this. Um, but it'll be very interesting to see, you know, what Joba does on his own. Matt Champion, Jabari, uh, Merlin, he's he's collaborated with some other artists. Dom, I could see him doing a solo piece. Um just all the guys, Bareface, you know, we didn't get to see much of Bareface when he was in Brockhampton. He has such a beautiful, such an amazing voice. And I want to see what all these guys do outside of the group. And, you know, there's a big possibility, too, that they'll come back together at some point and maybe do like a reunion album because you have the artists that say they're going to retire, like Logic. I remember Logic saying in 2020, he was releasing his last album and he was going to retire and focus on being a dad. Well, when you're a musician, when you're a musician or an artist, you may say those things, but you're always going to come back to your roots. So after Logic said that, he came back out and I think he's delivered like two projects since. So you can't ever just stop creating music. You may say that that is your intention, but people inevitably come back to their creative roots. So I think if we allow time to go on and, and to hopefully heal whatever happened to everybody in Brockhampton and they can mend that relationship, I think it's great that they're going to go on and do their own solo careers. I think it's good for their evolution. And most groups do that. Like think about Loiter Squad. We had Tyler, the creator. We had Earl Sweatshirt, Frank Ocean, all those guys, they were a collective. And then they went on and they did their own thing. And so that's where we're at now. But I do think that maybe in the future, after enough time has passed by, maybe they'll come back together and do a project. I don't think you could ever rule that out. Um, 
but yeah, I'm very excited to see where they go from here. Uh, I'm still going to be supportive as a fan and support wherever their careers go. Uh, I think it's, um, I haven't seen anybody do this, but if anybody is doing this out there, I think it's so unfair to criticize these guys, even if these last two albums were underwhelming and didn't perform very well. I don't think you can hate on this group because they've given us so much good music and you, we as the, the casual fan that hasn't met these guys, we don't know them in real life. We can't hold this against them. We're not in that position. We, I mean, just imagine if you or I were, um, you know, relatively unknown at some point, but chasing your dream, whether it be music or podcast or whatever it is. And then all of a sudden you get recognized and you're thrust into the limelight, especially at a young age when you're a young adult, you're not going to have the capacity to even understand how to deal with something of that magnitude, let alone all these guys. Like you can't fault them for the mistakes that they made along the way. They're humans. That's what humans do is we make mistakes. And also, again, you just, I wouldn't know how to deal with that. I wouldn't know how to deal with all that attention and how fast my life would shift from starting in a place like Texas. And then they go out to California and they get their own house. And then they got three albums they drop in one year. And you know, they're all amazing in their own regard. I wouldn't know how to handle that. And so we can't criticize these guys for breaking up and for who mistreated who, who mistreated who that's for them to sort out. That's for them to decide. I don't care what is in these last two albums. I'm just glad we got them. I'm just glad we got some context for why the guys broke up. And I'm going to appreciate them for the rest of my life. And that's really what I've been thinking about these last two weeks is just how much Brock Hampton has done for me. And that is what I'm going to choose to remember because they have given us so much good music to absorb, to dive into, to dissect. And like I said, in, in a lot of ways, these guys have changed my life for the better. And so I appreciate the fuck out of them. Um, Anyways, I think that's all I have to say. That was probably uh, a little bit messy. Again, I never come into these videos with a script. I don't like to be strict with my words. I like to let them free flow, <clears throat> even if they're all over the place. I apologize for that, but that's just who I am. That's how I talk. That's what I do. Um, again, if you're new to the channel, please subscribe. Please like the video. Uh, if you, if you got something from this video or from this message, please just share it with other people. That's all that I ask just to get the word out there. Thank you for stopping by again. I'm trying to be a little bit more consistent with content and put out more things. Um, I was kind of in a dry spell there for a while when it came to putting out content and recording podcasts, but um, I just put out one like two weeks ago, and then I posted that Brockhampton post on Instagram, and now this week I got a video and a podcast for Brockhampton, so um, I guess we're getting back on track, guys. Anyways, thank you guys for the support. Again, if you have any suggestions for 
um, subjects that you want me to cover, for things you want me to talk about, to dive into, post that in the comments, and I will definitely get to it. Thank you, guys. I will see you on the next video. Bye-bye. Thank <laughs> you.